Fit for Life Radio coming at you. Your host, Gary Deagle, a.k.a. Deegs, and I'm here with mm-hmm. Big Willie. What up? And we have a special guest in this episode. We have the, the infamous, a lot, of you, a lot of people know Body by D, so you always wonder what the D stands for. And uh, you want to introduce yourself here? Welcome Fit for Life, it's your boy Deshaun Wright, aka Big D, saying guess what, if you woke up today, you are winning, yes, you are winning. Man. Yes, winning, and actually if you just listened, we had a episode recently on failure and losing and how that is part of winning, and I believe Deshaun here would agree with that, wouldn't you say? Totally, man, failure is so definitely a part of success, you have to fail to succeed, and people don't get that concept, but you have to. Yep. It's part of that. You got to think about what we do in our industry as far as working out the whole time to build muscle, which you, you take your muscle to failure at times. Things are going to happen so you could build bigger and better. Yep. That's life. Yep. So it parallels. That's why I personally love the gym because I've been able to apply what I've learned to other things, mm-hmm. which we'll get into here in a minute because me getting into the gym, you are a part of that and you were there. So uh, yeah, what we're going to talk about today, we'll, we'll dive in. Uh, D is also a bodybuilder, so he like competes. I believe he's training for a competition now. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about the parallels with that on you know the extreme level that is the sport of bodybuilding, but how those principles everyone can learn from them. And really, I believe you know uh, the way we train our clients, the way D works with his clients, those principles are, are pretty similar, and and you kind of will see them. So. Uh, let, yeah, let's dive right in. Let's do it. So, we'll start with the beginning. All right. So, when I I uh, got suspended from college, actually came home. Telling it all. Huh? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I was kind of kind of down in the dumps, and yeah, I went to look for a gym to join. My mom was like, "We, should, you know, I was an athlete, so you should like working out, go find a gym." And so I went looking, and like anyone else, I was uh, you know nervous at the gym, and you just think you're going to be bad at it, you're embarrassed, and I found this gym called uh, Denby Athletic Club, and I actually liked it because no one was there working out. Now, little did I know, it went out of business about six months later, so the reason I liked it was <laughs> was part of the problem, but um, but yeah, so while I was there, uh, you know, so little young, 19, 20-year-old tw- scrawny kid, the on. <laughs> uh, and uh, the guy who, there was this guy always at the gym, and it was he was a, a bodybuilder there and working out and trainer and it was D here and he is as you can tell like just super friendly this is how he is whether he's doing a podcast or you know with no one watching no one listening this is him and he was just always friendly and uh you know I remember starting out he would just give us little tips we would ask him questions you know it never you can never bother him you know so you always felt comfortable around him and yeah, so you, do you? Um, you remember that when Back I was starting days, working out man. there? Yeah. Yes, the Dibby Athletic Club days is a great, 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 uh, great time right there. And that's a perfect example of talking about failure. Um, failed to succeed, um, like you, myself, um, Warheart. You know what yep. I mean? We all, you know, have our different, you know, movements, and but we all come from that same place. It kind of yep. birthed from there. And um, one of the things like end up being a Denby Athletic Club, we're talking about, you know, yes, they closed down, you know, months later or what, a year later, whatever. But come to know the things that we all kind of learn from that place, yeah. and even through that failure, it's a thing we learned through our own movements, uh, what to do and what not to do. Yep. You know what I mean? What not to do. So it was definitely a, a great opportunity, and um, and that place I tell people, man, it birthed a lot, man. That place, yeah. like, I mean, a lot. 
I yep. think from movements here the 757 through Virginia came through because of the Denby Athletic Club. So I definitely remember that, man. Yeah. I remember when you first started. I didn't know that was your first time really being in a gym. Though. Yeah, that was. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you know, I worked out in high school with yeah, your base, you know, your coach yeah, yeah. and stuff, but sometimes you're just doing, we were digging, digging our hands in rice buckets most of the time. We weren't doing real strength That's training. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, every time I drive by, you know, it's like a whole new building yeah. and stuff now, but I always like think Riverside. back. Yeah, Riverside, Riverside and they redid it and everything. Uh, but I look back and, you know, always smile. That was so, a dungeon too, yeah. man. You know, like the separate room and a weight yep. room. Yep, there was the, the, the area where you walked in, which is where they kind of were like, oh, this is, you know, the little cable station. Yeah, uh -huh. But then in the back, it was just the like dungeon. the old rusted yeah. weights and they tried to keep, and in the middle was like a little TV and yeah. the little, <laughs> the kids would be watching TV, you know, and then you'd be in there. They had the pool area and man, yeah, that was yeah. like a, that was the Demi Athletic Club was something, man. It was good times. Man. Yeah. Oh, they did have that pool. They had yeah. Pool. Yeah. Man. Pool. I used to get in that every time. I was so pumped, you know. And they, they had like the little sauna they had thing. A sauna. Yeah. They yeah. had a lot, man. You really think about it, you know, they had a lot. Yeah. Um, back there, and that place was around for a long, long time, man. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know what happened to it, but um, yep. it definitely served a lot of people here in this, this yep. area, Peninsula area, for a long time. And just so you know, Deeb works out like Ronnie Coleman style. So yeah, old school. Yeah. it was it was always fun to have like the little kids watching uh you know Barney on the TV and then D getting after it <laughs> so um, yeah but yeah so since then uh, I eventually became a trainer uh, so, so then the story doesn't stop there either I became a trainer at a Gold's gym uh, one of my old baseball coaches opened up this like hybrid batting cage gym type sports facility and I eventually had a client who was a friend of mine who uh, was playing college and minor league baseball, so I started training him at uh, at this facility. Foco. Yep, my friend Forrest Corey, who's listening. Who's been on the podcast. Yep, we've Foco. had him on. And D was running basically. I don't know exactly how it worked, but I guess you were were you hired as a trainer there to like run the training department. Um, yeah, I was like the. They wanted me to. I managed the fitness. Yep. The fitness inside. We talking about on deck training complex. Yeah, so I was on the fitness center side of it. And um, yeah, I remember we used to come in with Foco and everything, Forrest yep. and everything. And um, shout out to Foco, man. You know, he's doing his beautiful family. Be seeing the pictures on Instagram. Yep. I love it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Shout out to Foco. But anyway, yeah, so you all, yeah, that's how I started. So we ran the fitness center side. It was about 3,400 square feet. I mean, mm -hmm. it was huge, 12,000 square feet. But the fitness center side was about 3,400 square feet, man. And um, a lot of great athletes, a lot of people stepped through those doors, man. Yeah. And then what happened was that, you know, you know, business is hard and it didn't, didn't work out so well. And, but your side of things, the fitness side of things were doing well. So you eventually took it over and it became what it is today, which is body by D. Um, it's funny, man. A lot of people like just really kind of spin off of that. Just a story mm -hmm. about that. Um, I always wanted to open a gym before I turned 30. That was yep. my goals. Like my I'm big and writing goals out. Big. Like I have to mm -hmm. visualize. If I see it. I believe it. Yep. I can achieve it. I'm, I believe that so much. And all. Always goal setting so huge, and a lot of times people don't do it. They miss the point. And also, real quick about goal setting, a lot of times people do set goals, but they set goals too low. Mm -hmm. so just remember that you gotta shoot high. But anyway, so I wrote my goals down, and one of the goals was to open the gym before thirty. I didn't know how I was gonna do it. You know, I didn't have the capital. I didn't have yep. this. And all the reasons that people don't do stuff. Mm -hmm. I, didn't have those, I didn't have those things. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I believe it. So the opportunity arose. I was the man, you know, the manager of the fitness center side. One day, the landlords came to me. The landlords of mm -hmm. on deck training. And they was like, hey, we having a meeting with you and the rest of the people on deck. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm an employee. Why would you want to have me in a meeting? It was all weird. You know yeah, what I mean? But I was yeah. like, okay, I'm there. 
So we get to the meeting, have the meeting, and I'm listening, everything went good. At the end of that meeting, the landlords walked to me, shook my hand, was like, we'll talk to you later. That just always struck in my head. I was like, okay. They shook nobody mm-hmm. else's hand. Like, they shook my hand, like, we'll talk to you later. A couple of days later, they came to me, they was like, would you like to run? Would you like to have the fitness inside? It's a gym. Like, your gym. And I was like, what? You know what I <laughs> mean? I was like, what? I right, let's go. Like, I yeah. say, like, yeah, let's get it. You know what I mean? But at that time... I had to make a decision of the place I was living. I had a nice town home, or I couldn't afford my town home and I couldn't afford my dream. Yeah. So I had to make a choice. And that choice was, mm-hmm. and I didn't think twice about it. I gave up the town home and I ended up sleeping in the gym for like months, man. Yep. With my kids and stuff, I was sleeping in the gym for months. I have two kids. Shout out to Leah and Christian. But anyway, twice, um, living with them in the gym, but that was like, that's how Body by D really, you know, the whole yeah. format of everything got started. Right yeah. There. So it was a Story. It's funny we talk about trade-offs all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to make trade-offs. Always. And it's funny, like, trying to get people to make a small trade-off with their diet. I mean, look at the trade-off yeah, you yeah, made, you know? It's like, people, like people think, oh, uh, if you know, maybe not having dessert after dinner every night, oh, that's so uncomfortable and such a hard thing. But in actuality, it's all about perspective, that's right? It. Like, you know, that's a whole completely different trade-off. That's yeah, that's a whole, a whole different level. Yeah, so... Ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's something else. And then the great thing is this was um man, I don't even I don't even count the years anymore, but this was at least let's see four at least 10 years ago, right? And you know, and it's still rolling. What people don't understand is, you know, I've been you know, started my businesses and now I've been entrepreneur for a little over 8 years. And you see the other, you know, other businesses go out and some come and like it's real, you know. Like it, that's what happens. It seems so, like fun. yeah, to like sustain. Until it's not, yeah, you know. for a small business to make it beyond like three years, really. It's, it's a huge accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. entrepreneurship is a fad now. It's like the thing everybody wants yeah. to do. They, they see the highlights on Instagram and, yep. and Facebook. And not the hard work. And not everything. Goes and not the, the giving up your house to, <laughs> to start the, yeah. a business. Not everything yeah. goes behind. They just see like the. They feel like you have this, you have that. And a lot of people realize too in the gym in our industry right here. Yep. Eighty four hundred gyms close down a year. Mm-hmm. 8400 that's a lot of gyms that close down a year yep. a lot of that because people um, somebody told somebody that they're, they're a good trainer mm-hmm. and they feel like yeah yeah you should open your own gym and then they end up opening it and then they don't go where they think yeah. it's going to go because they don't realize they don't want to do the business side but see that's the other part like you have to realize yeah you could be a good you know you may be good at training but what about the business part and the branding part there's a lot of things you yeah. can learn about you know what I mean so because yep. well, you become less of a trainer come more, and business more of a business owner more and then like, like, like Gary doesn't I mean he Rarely trains at all. Come over a business person. That's yeah. What he does. That's part of what it is. Yeah. yeah. And I'll tell this little story because it's pretty much plays off of it. And just so people understand, you know, a lot of people want perfect, you know, whether it's like getting ready for your fitness, getting ready for business, you can really apply them. You know, a lot of people think with their fitness, they need, well, I need maybe when I'm, when I'm off work and the kids are gone and everything aligns up perfectly, that's when I can start my diet. But there is no perfect, you know, there is no ideal situation. So like you just talked about with how you knew you wanted a gym, you didn't know how it was going to happen and you got an opportunity like that. Same thing for me. I knew I wanted to own a gym, but yeah, there's so much you have to do, so much money you need and capital and all that. The way it happened for uh, myself was I was leaving Gold's Gym one day and one of the front desk managers waved me over and he had found, so uh, Ryan, he had found this little gym on Craigslist where you know the landlord owned it and it was more work than he thought so he was trying to get rid of it and it was for sale for 10 pay ten thousand dollars down and then you don't have to make payments for a year and then you just start then but the equipment was already there you know all that stuff was done 
and it was 32 miles away, I had a non-compete with one life that was 30 miles. So then in that moment, I said, and Ryan was, uh, he knew all the back end stuff. He worked at the front, front end, uh, back end of uh, Gold's Gym. So he's from Gold's too. Yep, yep, and then I was a trainer. So, but he didn't have any money. I had been saving money, so it was $10,000. That was my entire life savings at that point. So I literally, we drove out some random hotel in Virginia Beach, met this guy, and yes, signed, wrote, wrote the check, put it all down, and the gym was actually not even breaking even. So we got in there in the first month, and it, it was, if we didn't get new members, get anything going, we were going to be in the hole. So, but yeah, so that was how it got started, like some, wow. yeah, some weird, you know, gym on Craigslist. Wow. And then it ended up being that actually the guy who sold it to us, it wasn't even his business to sell. He had, he had... <laughs> bought it from the landlord but the landlord told him that he didn't have to make a payment for a year so this guy was literally came in wow. and trying to and sold the business that wasn't his to us but then when uh yeah it was all this legal stuff the crazy stuff went on like then wow. the guy fled town he left town to he bounced for michigan yeah he took the land he so this guy took the check left the town yeah. and like that's what he does well then we met with the landlord well he was in a weird situation too because he you know, he, like, he still had no one to run the bit, so we basically, um, he then he did the right it. paperwork, sold it to us. They got, you know, the police involved, got the check canceled, you know, all that, and yeah, basically wow. honored what we thought we were getting, but with him. But it was this whole, wow, dude, it was a mess. Bro. Yeah. Dang. And right I know. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I'll get people to hit me up, you know, trainers every week. I want to open a gym, you know, what? A, and they think it's like nothing, there's no like playbook, you know? It's literally you just have to decide you want to do it, and then you do the work. And as things come, you adjust. That's it. That's it. That's it. A lot of times, like you said, people want the, the perfect scenario, and the longer you wait, it's, just, it's not going to happen. Man. Yep. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It's always that someday. Someday is not a day. You know yep. what I mean? You got to go, and you got to just take. And opportunity is always dressed up as work and as like problems and everything. You just got to go with it. Like that opportunity for you, you see mm-hmm. opportunity, but a lot of people are like, I don't know. I got to do yeah. this. You think what could go wrong? I only have 10,000. That's all I have. No, no, no. You was like, boom, you went with it. Yep. And look at you today. You know I mean? Yeah. So, and then you just grow and compound from there. And, you know, for people listening, it's the same thing with if you're hesitant to join a gym or start working out or start your diet, like there is no perfect. There is like... There's things that work for other people and there's guidelines, but you're going to run into your own obstacles. So it's really like accepting that you're going to run into obstacles and then you learn from them and adapt and adjust and change, yeah. you know? Just take action. So, like, Just do something. So That's for, all you got to do. Yeah. And I think, how about this? I remember when I first met you, you were a bodybuilder, right? Mm-hmm. So that was 10 years ago. You were doing a show. Mm-hmm. You were young. Mm-hmm. Probably you didn't have uh, yet less responsibility. Mm-hmm. You, didn't, you weren't a gym owner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Did you have any kids back yeah, then when I met you? Yeah, so you had one, and now you have two. two. So, you know, there's less there. But now you're doing another bodybuilding show. Mm-hmm. Ten years later, two kids, like 86 businesses. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I'm sure you're, even though you know it's the same process, you know, the exercise, the diet, but it's probably different, right? It's, it's a new challenge. It was definitely one of the, because um, my last concert was like four years ago, and um, it was definitely one of the things that, uh, it took me a long time to get back into it because I was like, man, I'm doing so much. Like, I, I know you have to be this and be that. But now I was like, I'm going against what I teach others. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So this year, I was like, dude, I'm just doing it. I'm always going to be busy. It's going to be what it's going to be. So I was like, yeah. you just go punch for it, do what you got to do. And I've been loving it since then. So, like, we got 12 weeks left. Um, started a 20-week process. Shout out to Team T. 
Um, I end up, which made a big difference too, because I don't have to think about it. I got a coach, so mm-hmm. that way I don't have to think. You know what I mean? I love that part. And uh, yep. named Silvio, my man, Coach T, lives out of San Diego. Um, he's an IFBB pro, but he, uh, we've been 20 weeks out. Uh, we a couple weeks into it and already lost like 40 pounds. And yeah. 20 to go. So, I mean, it's just it's amazing, dude. So, but just that made a difference. I decided, like, hey, I'm going to do it and just going by it and just like the process still the same, like you said, but it just, I was in my head a little bit about everything I got going on. I had to yeah. get out of that yeah. and be like, you know what? That's always going to be, bro. So, yeah. Let's just, we'll just take the stuff off your place. You don't have to worry about it. That's it. That's it, and that's another thing. You just, I just had to come back and be like, okay, let me really think through and be like, okay, let me do this or this. And now y'all learn how to say no. Mm-hmm. Y'all learn how to say no to stuff. You know what I mean? Yep. That's what, that's especially if you're an entrepreneur and you start up something, you even want to say yes to everything. Yeah. All money is not good money. I'm trying to tell you that. Mm-hmm. All money is not good money. You have the time, you have to say no to stuff. Even in our fitness world, we have to say no yeah. to like, no, absolutely. Yeah. going out to events, so have yeah. to say no. A friend asked, hey, you want pizza food? and a beer? That's what I'm saying. Say no to the beer, you know, <laughs> or say no to like. <laughs> say yes to the pizza. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> You gotta, you know, start with one no. Say no. Don't yeah. Another cool thing I took from that is you mentioned, so, you know, you're a trainer, you've been a bodybuilder, you've trained, uh, you know, people for regular fitness, for sports, for bodybuilding, but guess what? You still have a coach, mm-hmm. right? And that's what, I, I think people like, just don't understand the importance of that. I say all the time, I, I have a business coach, I have a coach who writes my workouts, uh, Michael Jordan had a coach, LeBron James has a coach, mm-hmm. So then you'll, you know, you meet with people and they're so hesitant to hire trainers and coaches and they think maybe something's wrong with them because they can't do it on their own. But it's like, look, the most successful people in every realm have coaches. Mm-hmm. have coaches, man. You have coaches. Mentors is everything. Coaches and mentors are everything. Um, I know yourself, myself, well, we, I mean, we're blessed to be mentors and coaches to other people as well. But it's like when you have your own too, it just shows the importance of how you feel about that. I have a speaking coach. Our business coaches, you know what I mean? Same thing. Yep. So you have our etiquette coaches, you know what I mean? It's just yep. things which you want to put out. You have coaches because what you don't know, it's not It's not that, you know, it's not what you don't know that hurts you, it's what you know. Because yeah. what you know makes you think you know it all and then mm-hmm. you want to learn more. You yeah. know what I mean? But, but when you get a coach, you kind of put yourself like, I don't know everything. And that's a hard part of, for people to do is to let that part go. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, or what I thought I knew, maybe it wasn't right and now that has to get challenged you know what I mean yep. you have to be willing to do that yeah just asking for help which most mm-hmm. people like it's hard it's hard like it's not easy mm-hmm. to ask for yeah. help mm-hmm. for anything you know mm-hmm. and, and being able to do that I think helps you to be able to be successful yeah, with anything yes sir yeah and in today's world it's like information overload there's almost too much information too much. so having a coach helps just boil it down and you don't want to let them down yeah. and they basically just give you an action step to do and instead of Worrying about the other million options, you just do what they say. Yeah. But another, if you can get a coach, I'm put this out. If you're going to get any kind of mentor or anything, mm-hmm. when you do a coach, trust the process and listen to what they say. Everybody's yep. an expert at everything nowadays. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, yep. I, when people get a coach and anything, and then they listen to like 20 other different people, mm-hmm. I'm like, you're confusing yourself, and you yeah. gonna, you're not going to trust the process, and you're going to wonder why it's not working. Yeah. Trust the process. If your coach said do this. Just yeah. do it. Just do it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just do it. If, it. if you lay it down the road, you see it doesn't work, then make a decision to go somewhere else. But a lot of times, you're adding too much to the soup. You don't know what's working and what's not working. Yeah. And then you're all over the place. Just yeah. trust the process. And that's yeah. part of like buying into a coach. You know? Like if you're paying if you're paying a dude 20 bucks a month, whatever. Yeah. Who cares yeah. what he says? <laughs> yeah. But if you're paying a dude like a thousand bucks a month, yeah. you, you better follow through. <laughs> yeah. You, you know? Exactly. And if you don't, then... You're just throwing away a G. Yeah. You and know? that's on you. And I kind of look at it too. I always tell people like, okay, um, uh, financial, like I do with Elwood Jones, like my financial advisor. 
If I go to them and be like, how can I, Jeff Osborne is one of my representatives. I'm like, Jeff, um, what I need to do to get this certain amount of money that mm-hmm. I need to do? He gives me a plan, right? Okay. If I don't follow the plan and don't get the money, that's not Jeff's fault. That's you know what I mean? That's yeah. my fault. Yeah. He gave you the plan. You know yeah. what I mean? It's the same thing. Like, you give somebody the plan and they deviate and mm-hmm. do all this other stuff and they come out looking at you like, how? no, you decided to do some other stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? That's not. So just follow the plan. Do your due diligence before you get your mentors, before you get your coach. But then for whatever reason you're attached to them, just believe in what they say. And yeah. yeah. And, then, yeah. and then knowing too, like with the coach, it's not going to be the most revolutionary information. You know, <laughs> with most things, there's not a lot of new information <laughs> out there, especially yep. training. Like the, this stuff's been figured out for a long time. Yeah. But having somebody yeah. package it and say like, hey, do this. Like that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Most training is pretty similar, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they've been around quite a long time. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And don't overcomplicate it. Nah, yeah. That's what people do, though, and that's what people mm-hmm. do. Well, and what people don't understand is different things work, mm-hmm. but and you but work. you have to work it. Like you said, for perfect example, we have a gym, Coastal mm-hmm. Strength and Fitness. You have a gym, Body by D. Mm-hmm. You know what? You know people could go to one gym. Oh, this doesn't work for me. Uh-huh. Then they go to the other gym. This doesn't work for me. Then they go to another gym. This doesn't work for me. But the thing is, all those places have worked for people. For people, just because I work for you. It's the person. The person has to work the plan, right? Yeah. So, but then what happens is people don't trust the process. They don't stick to it. They, they want to try to like do a million different things, but really they're just not following through, not following through on what their their actual plan is. Yeah, you know, and so. that's another thing too. I just like you know you have people who I'm like yo dude. The people who buy into I know the people who buy into Coastal, mm-hmm. I mean the brand, the movement. I guarantee they were successful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I mean, because I mean, the, 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 the figurehead, spearheaded, and then not only that, they believe in. It. If you believe in something, you're going to work it. Yep. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. People with BBD movement. The people who fully believe in the movement, without a doubt. You know what I mean? Yeah. That they are successful at it. You know what I mean? It's just that's what you have to yeah. do. Yeah. Well, because they're consistent. They that's they it. do the work. That's it. Yeah. And they don't overthink. And they trust themselves and they trust you. So they yeah. allow them to do things that they would have never done. You yep. trust something. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. So, yep. So let's parlay that into. Uh, so we actually had a question. We had some people ask questions uh, ahead of time, and a good one was kind of, "What is our fitness philosophies? Do they are they same? Do they differ?" And here's what you know I always want to get across is there's tons of different methods. Mm-hmm. A bunch of methods work. There's you know just like we just talked about. Really, what's important is understanding principles. And when you start to break down a lot of methods, you'll see the underlying principles, mm-hmm. right? And so, for example, you know, you, you're doing a bodybuilding show, and that's your background. Well, bodybuilding kind of gets a bad rap nowadays. People see the extremeness, but that's like a, you know, it's an ex- it's a sport, right? Just yeah. like think about football. That's extreme. Like people are literally smashing into each other, right? But but uh, you know, but people love the principles of football, teamwork, and all that. Like you can carry that over into business, right? But that doesn't mean you're going in a meeting room smashing into each other. But you're gonna have teamwork and meetings, and you work together, right? Same thing with fitness, and I actually believe in kind of my base as well is the principles kind of taken from bodybuilding that they've, that they've fell upon over you know, years, which is focus on resistance training, strength training, getting stronger in the gym, you know, walking, you know, being healthy, but you don't have to kill yourself, and then getting body fat off through diet, focusing on your nutrition to, to you know, lose body fat, and like the average person can benefit so much from that. Uh, you know, a lot of people try to out-train their diet, you know, which is a losing battle, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but, yeah, so I know with our program, like in, you know, D's program, like you may see different exercises. You may see different sequencing of exercises. But at the end of the day, 
I know we both, and I'll let you speak on this, believe in resistance training as the base, and you got to get your nutrition right depending on how lean you want to be. Um, and there's trade-offs with that, mm -hmm. you know? Like, uh, as you know, as you're getting ready for a show, like, I, li I like to stay pretty lean, but the trade-off is I'm not going to get that much bigger muscular-wise because uh, I like to stay leaner, and but I don't need to be bodybuilder lean easily, so, you know, I'll still have ice cream on the weekends and, you know, stuff like that, whereas now you're getting ready for a bodybuilding mm -hmm. show, like there's going to eventually be like it's going to be Spartan, you know, as you get close. So, yeah, talk about some of the principles and if I kind of nailed that and, um, you yeah, know, how you feel. You pretty much you pretty much nailed that a lot about the principles like, um, like you know, uh, like Christianity, okay, is, is a faith, right? Mm -hmm. But it's tons of different religions who yep. have their, their way of being Christianity, you know, being Christians, you yep. know, being practicing Christianity. So it's like, you know, the fitness thing, like, you know, the fitness where most of the people are have the same ideology it's just different ways of like getting to it you know yep. what i mean so different mousetraps to get to with the area they want to get to the, depend on their expertise or what they feel like works mm -hmm. for them whatever so that works so we all have the same that principle you know yep. what i mean without a doubt and we all come from the same kind of environment you know what i mean gary and i so it just that definitely is the truth and you know the fundamentals are just like you know staying consistent um don't overthink it you know what i mean um push through and you know you realize you're going to have like every day it's not going to be your best day and you have to realize that and you have to adapt like you have to adapt believe in rest days like there's sometimes people say no rest days all this stuff like that's like crazy to me you know what yep. I mean? i'm like mm -hmm. your body changes don't like you see you can't out train your diet so you people try to work out uh seven days a week you know when i see people doing like that so then the diet sucks that's yep. what that means you know what i mean yep. because that's why they're working out so much mm -hmm. the diet sucks. and then the working out becomes like Almost a form of punishment. Form of punishment. Yeah, that's yep. done. I'm like, your changes don't occur in the gym; they occur when you're out resting. So you need to beat up, come back, rest, and that way you become better. You know what I mean? That way you mm -hmm. become burnt out too. Because a lot of times people become mentally burnt out because they constantly, constantly well, they go hard, yeah. hard, 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 hard. Yeah. And then if they don't see any results, boom. Then you start dreading your workouts. And then your consistency falls off. And the consistency because it's a trap. Because you said they feel like if I go in, I'm gonna do this so hard and I'm gonna get these results quicker. I'm like, no, that doesn't work. That's not yeah. how it works. That's not how it works. I'm yep. like, yo, it just, it's just a marathon. Like, you know what I mean? Slow and steady when you need a race. You know what I mean? But people don't get that because they think just, we in a society, everything is like instant. Mm -hmm. You know, instant. Yep. Even now. So people don't get that. So that's where the people feel like, you know, principles and the philosophies differ from because everybody feel like, what's going to get me there the quickest? Mm -hmm. And that's where they, all the other stuff comes from. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the basics, man. The basics of everything. The fundamentals is what we believe in. Um, BBD the movement what I believe in personally and that's what I instill in my life and those same principles I instill not only into my fitness I instill to family I instill the community I instill the business because those same fundamentals are just working hard staying consistent trusting the process don't overthink it rest when you need to rest you know what mm -hmm. I mean all those things is going to make you successful yeah Yep. And speaking of which, you mentioned like the community and all that. I got to say, I've always like you push me in that way from afar, you know, like the things you do and how you get involved with the community. And I think I uh, believe you're on the board for like Gloucester and Yorktown and stuff like that. And, you know, I always I've all, I grew up like painfully shy and uh, I guess uh, not confident, you know, which is why I love working out because, you know, I've really, you know, been able to overcome that. But but it's still always like a doubt in the back of my mind, you know. So I always see you and, you know, you're out there doing those things and pushing it and it reflects great on your business. And then but it's also just genuine out of the good of your heart. And, you know, that drives me to kind of do those things more and put myself out there. And, you know, so that's the other thing, too. I think, you know, 
and this is how both our gyms are, which is the great thing about having a community style gym mm -hmm. is people want other people to succeed mm -hmm. and you don't get mad when you see someone succeed. It just shows you what is possible, you know? And, and so again, that's where like business and fitness are so similar. You can use that with, oh, you see someone who lost 60 pounds and you want to lose weight, um, get around that energy, you know? Same thing with, you know, business. You see someone, you know, doing things you want to do, be happy for them and then learn from it, you know? Don't be mad, be motivated. Yep. Be mad, yep. Be motivated, I like man. that. Yeah, like go for it. Like just like, I mean, the whole purpose, I mean, you want to, success leaves clues. It leaves mm -hmm. clues. So if you hang around success, this person, how they lose 60 pounds, when they did this, this, this. And normally it's, it's they did the basics, you know what yeah. I mean? And you're like, wow, okay, that's what they did. And then if somebody's successful in business or whatever in life, you know, you they leave clues. Like, yeah. you know, if you're around that, you're going to pick it up. But if you're like, you know, hating that and against that, you're not going to pick that up. Man. Yeah. So pick it up learn what they do yeah. be happy for people and you know what's funny let's we'll see if uh, you feel the same as me so you kind of talk about you know the grind and success leaves clues and all that and it's funny I think back you know you've been doing it for over 10 years I've been a little over eight mm -hmm. and I think back I, f I see and think of way more failures and mess ups than anything that's good that's happened but then people you know see now where you know we have a business and maybe more freedom and flexibility with our schedules and people want to know well how did you do that how did that happen but they want to ignore like the eight you know ten years of the grind and that you you posted a post the other day with like i don't know it was an iceberg or it was something yeah, about like oh it was a little up and down of like the light of the day of a business owner you know and that's like dead on spot on spot it's on. so much doubt and did I make the right decision and making wrong decisions and making some right yeah, decisions right. and trusting in other people and and it's just like basically full of doubt regret fear you know <laughs> but you just push through it you know push it, man. so then when someone you know when someone thinks it's as simple as oh well there's the outcome mm -hmm. How, uh, that's nice I'd like to have that you know it's yeah it's not. It's like that. It's there's so much more involved in behind mm -hmm. the scenes. What I like to do when I um I like to study like successful people, people I feel successful. And successful is a perspective how you view mm -hmm. success. You know what I mean? But successful people, I don't look at like their highlights. I like to look at like their failures and the things they had to overcome. Because I'm like, man, they had to overcome that. They're like, you know what? I can do that too. You know what yeah. I mean? Or that's why I like to study. I like to study like, the things they had to overcome instead of like where they're at now. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, where they are now is a byproduct. If you're missing the whole byproduct, mm -hmm. yeah. got them there. It's these things that yep. got them there. You know what I mean? For yeah. example, example, just talking about, you just broke up LeBron James. Like he just opened the I Promise School. He just opened up in Akron. He was saying, you know, he was a person. He didn't go to college. You know what I mean? Come from poverty and a lot of things. And um, Don Lemon was asking him, man, but how are you a person that didn't, all the things you had to overcome, your dad not being there, all this other stuff, become to this person. He said, but if I never went through that, yeah. I wouldn't be here doing what I'm doing today. You know what I mean? With this I Promise School and giving back, whatever. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times, stop trying to skip the struggle. That's what I'm trying to say. So yeah. many of us try to skip that part, yeah. but that's the part that's going to grow you. Because through that, a lot of times, you get success, and we're not. you, you become successful, but you're not able to handle the success mm -hmm. and then you throw it all away. You know what I mean? But if you go through that grind and all that whole time and on failures and them no's and them setbacks, you building yourself for when you are successful because now, guess what? You can handle the success yep. because success is a whole other monster. You know what I mean? It comes with a yeah. lot of stuff yeah. that people don't understand what they have mm -hmm. to deal with. And then when it hits, you like, what do I do with this? You know. But if you try to skip the struggle and just go right to the success, you will not be prepared for yep. this. Stop skipping the struggle. I'm telling you, it's growing you. 
for when your time come, whenever your time like comes. Yeah. That's it. It's growing. Yeah. It's just like working out. It's growing you. Yep. Yeah. It's growing you. And the success is then what propels you forward, too, in that once you say you get to that next level, so you get to that new body composition you were working mm-hmm. towards, well, then all those struggles and lessons learned hold you there, mm-hmm. you know? And then, like, for or with a business, yeah, when you do it all on your own, but then eventually you get some success. Then you maybe build a team, get mm-hmm. some employees, but then all of a sudden you're, you have more responsibility. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, I can't step back because I have other people, you know, that are in on this. Mm-hmm. But then that helps propel you forward, you know. But so, and we'll take it back to like someone trying to change their body. Um, we try to stress to our clients all the time. You know, they see a lot of the success stories and the, every single person we've had that's had a great transformation like went through struggles yep. like there was no i've never met anyone that it was just seamless yeah, and, just and, nice and linear and just yeah. straight to shredded you know <laughs> like that i mean when you know and and um you know and you get people and everyone has obstacles mm-hmm. you know it's like you get a working mom with two kids and like that to them feels like the biggest roadblock ever but hey we we have working moms with two kids who can overcome this you know it's just you just have to like, yeah, trust, hire the coach, trust the process is the simplest way. Because and be we, okay with struggling. Yeah, and then be okay with struggling, you know? You know it's going to happen, man. Yep. I see people, but people trying to skip that part, and that's why they yeah. move forward in life. Yeah. Know? And I think it's a fixation on like the end point rather than the like the journey there, mm-hmm. right? And, and we've talked about this, Gary. If somebody just gave you a pill and you were just shredded, right? Yeah. Absolutely just like your perfect body. Would you even appreciate it without any of the work that went into yeah. it? Same thing with, you no. know, like a business. Someone just hands you a key to a successful business. Okay, like you have nothing invested in it or yep. anything like that. And so it's just not as meaningful and you're just not going to work as hard. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's why struggling and working and the stress and all of that, like, means a lot. Yeah. A great analogy is, you know, take the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, you, get the, you got the Eagles hoisting it up. Grown men, you know, from ages 21 to the to the owners, you know, who are 71, 81, you know, just g- crying, gleeful, you know, all that emotion, all that. They got that trophy. What if you gave that to them on day one of training camp? You literally rolled in there with the trophy. That's what they wanted, and you just gave it to them. Would it mean anything? They had to earn it. Yeah, and you know, and that's what people end up realizing when you end up getting like the body you were working towards. You get there, and then. It's great and nice, but then really you're more proud because of everything you had to overcome to get there, you know. So that's it, man. It's preparing yeah. you. Uh, like um, Eric Thomas always says, it before. he was like, "Talent would get you success, but character make you keep it." You know what I mean? Yep. And you build that character through what? Through your struggles. Mm-hmm. That's how you yeah. build character through struggles. So yep. don't skip the struggle, man. No. Nice. So so when's your uh, when's your show? October twenty seventh. October. Man. Twelve weeks is in nice. NBC started was 270 I'm like 237 today nice and I'll be um, the goal I'll be 220 217 on stage yeah, yeah. So excited bro nice yeah. how's your uh, what's your how's your split like now how many days you training are you kind of in uh, diet mode now uh, I train like um, hit everybody part twice like he does like even like you know Silvio um, I'm learning so much you know of him he does stuff differently than like, mm-hmm. I, any other coach I've had before things I've learned so I'm learning like the whole purpose of having a coach I'm learning even yep. more stuff yep. you know what I mean and I'm just like to help me with my people, you know what I mean? It's just like wow, okay. So, but um, he um, you know, we do stuff like twice a week. Uh, it's basically like a six day split, you know what I mean? Working out six days, so it's just learning a lot. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. Well, and and also for anyone else listening, I threw out there earlier how 
Haldi has 86 businesses, yep. but uh, <laughs> he also so he has a couple gym locations and uh, do you do you also do like I mean, you do a lot of like public speaking mm-hmm. gigs. Um, I'm sure you do mentorship, mm-hmm. maybe for people, business people wanting to do all that. And then you also recently opened a barber shop yes, out in Gloucester County, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. well, we just opened a barbershop. My brother and I, Jeffrey Holland, um, called the Right Cuts Family Barbershop and Salon. And um, that opened up. We just talking about a real quick story on that, backstory on that. We talking about like, um, you know, hanging around people that's successful and, you know, not being envious of people's success. How that barbershop came about is like my good friend Juan Carrillo owns Juan's restaurants in um, Newport News, Gloucester, and Hampton. Great Mexican restaurant. He knows a little plug for him. But anyway, great Mexican <laughs> restaurant. Get a chance to try it out. He's a good friend of mine. Very successful businessman himself. So the opportunity arose that um that he ended up um, buying some properties, and then the barbershop that building mm-hmm. was on that property. So I'm like, hey man, like yo, what you want to do with that? Cause I don't know. I'm like, yo, Ran into me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he ended up running to me. It used to be a barber shop like years ago. They had a consignment shop. So we brought it back as a barber shop. And um, we opened like almost like six months and the rolling community has really embraced it and I'm doing doing really, really well. But my whole point is being like that is like, yo, if you if I was a person who was like um envious of a person successful because he's a very successful dude and I felt mm-hmm. like I wasn't worthy to hang around or just like, you know, hate yep. on them, I wouldn't have had this opportunity. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, yo, you ha- like telling you the more you hang around other successful people want you to be successful they yeah. really do yeah. so instead of being like shy away from that don't be around it encourage go around them because they really want to help you be successful yep yep so many great nuggets I know damn mm. I have to take notes on that yep so I think you know for any of y'all listening and as always you you know hit us up on social media if you especially if you like when we interview different people like this if you want to uh, reach out to D What's your Instagram handle? And uh, yeah. I love to. First of all, I appreciate you all for this opportunity. Yep. Man. And um, um, Will, Gary, I call Gary G Unit. Mm-hmm. Yep, G Unit. <laughs> and man. that's what you called me way back in the day yeah, too. Yeah, so. my man G Unit, yep. man. First of all, I'm like super proud of you, man. Just like what you're doing in your movement. And, appreciate it. You know, your family, man. You see the dogs and. Uh, yep, yep. <laughs> this is, man, life is good. Glad to have you back on this side. You know what I mean? The East Coast, we miss yep. you, bro. So oh, glad yeah. to have you back here. Yep. Man. Just um, keep pushing, man. Thank you for this opportunity. Man. Yeah. Here on this opportunity, man. And then, um, yeah, you can reach me at Deshaun Wright. You know, on Instagram is Deshaun Wright. Um, Facebook is Deshaun Wright. D S H A W N. Also, you can reach BBD the Movement on Instagram and on Facebook. And also, you know, all different businesses that have. But my email, uh, my excuse me, my website is um, bodybydgym.com, and you can reach at Deshaun Wright. Dot com for any booking or anything like that any other information please feel free to hit me up look me up and i thank you all for tuning in man fit for life this is a great 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 thing awesome. i like to put this out there person myself you know i do the radio talk show too mm-hmm. i like to have you all on my radio oh, yeah. talk show for sure vacation radio yeah, yeah, every friday yeah. from one to two i was kind of thinking about definitely oh is that live that's live right it's in the station so you'll yep. that's in norfolk but it's, um, it's a mm-hmm. nice drive over this beautiful place that we have that Sweet. they um, let it have you all there talk about what you all are doing. Switch the roads oh. a little bit. There we go. Be in the hot seat a little bit. So get a chance to look at your Fridays. Uh, we can talk when we get off air. Uh, look yeah. at your Fridays and see what Fridays are good for you. Let it have you all out there. We kind of, you know, definitely. Talk about. I was thinking about it on the way here. I said, man, if you could get G you ready to go. Yeah. Now we'll definitely sure. have to take you up on that. Yeah, so, cool. yep. Cool. And I'm familiar with Norfolk. So I went I went yeah. to Old Dominion. Oh, yeah. You're right there. Yeah. Yep. It's right across from the scope. Oh, nice. Nice. Yep. That's easy. Cool. ODU. So. Monarch. 
Football season starting up. I know, man. They, <laughs> Virginia Tech this year. they do, yeah. Should be a good little That's test. Crazy, and the tech's coming here, though. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. That's dope. It's going to be packed. It's good for the school, though, and the stadium and all the fans. So, all right, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, this is definitely one that I know I'll go back and listen through. Oh, and for sure. It's like a multiple listen. So, I, I can't stress enough, uh, you know, it, again, like taking it back to simplicity, the basics, coaching. Trusting the process, you know, everything D talked about. A, I wanted to have him on because he's genuine and he's lived it. And he just, and he also still does it. You know, he, he walks the walk, talks the talk. So um, he also, what I'm envious of is he talks the talk really well. So oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> like, like sure. uh, I always pride myself in being able to walk the walk. And, and I need to get better at talking the talk as well. So that's what, that's what he, uh, he does both yeah. of them really well. So, all right, guys, y'all have a good one. Later. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.